You're listening to the Elected Story Podcast, Season 5, Episode 15, Friend or Slave? Today's story brought to you by Selby Studios, graphic imaging for family, home, and business. Now, here's America's storyteller, Jeff Gould. Thank you, Meredith. I was talking to one of my daughters, Madeline, who was telling me about an interesting friend strategy she had learned about in school that leads me to today's podcast. If you want to make a friend, a simple strategy is to ask for a small favor. Say, would you mind getting me a napkin? Do you have change for a $10 bill? Do you have a phone charger I can plug into? Now, these are small, harmless ways to develop a connection and maybe a friendship. But what is sneaky about this method is that it also fairly quickly establishes a hierarchy. If you were the one who goes and gets the napkin, then you become the one who serves the other. I think back to my school days. There were kids who were sitting at a lunch table, and you could tell from a distance who was sitting at the table and who was allowed to sit at the table. They were the servants to the masters. And there are still some who are sitting at the lunch table today, aren't they? They're using this friend strategy not to gain friends, but servants. And the reason I'm bringing it up in this podcast is to help you understand how to navigate that as you are planning to live your best possible life. Like when your phone rings and you see that name pop up and you go, "Uh uh-oh, I know they're going to ask me to do something. Now, the funny thing is, You might be willing to do it, but instinctively you also know that if the tables were turned, they really wouldn't be the ones to help you. That's not the deal in the relationship. That's not the way it's set up. Perhaps you're the kind of person who's developed a friend strategy that's just going to be the kind of person willing to help out a bunch of people, figuring out that someday those people will turn around and then help you out. Well, that's nice of you. I applaud you for it, and I want you to know that it's probably not going to work. We know that Jesus healed 10 lepers. We're talking Jesus here. We're talking leprosy, not a phone charger. And yet only one of them ever bothered to come back and say thank you. Your motivation for doing nice things is to do nice things. If you're doing it to build friendships, what you're really doing is establishing a servant-master relationship where you do all the serving and they do all the mastering. Now, since the word for the year is decide, go through your contacts and friends, and at least in your head, know who are the friends, who are the servants, who are the masters. You are skilled, you're competent, you're a nice person. For that reason, your phone will ring and people will ask you to do something for them. Now, maybe if I was talking to a younger person, I would advise them to say yes, because they're still learning what they're best at and because we need good connections in the world. But as we get older, I want you to be more discerning. And instead of saying, what can I do to help? Instead, you say, this is how I help. Is this the kind of help you need? So here's how that works. The phone rings. Somebody says, hey, can you... You respond, thank you, I appreciate the phone call, let me think about it and get back to you. 
What you're thinking about is simple. Is this what God made me to do? And you know this because it will excite you or fill you with a certain uh, anticipation, or it will fill you with guilt or dread. If it excites you, well, call them back and say, I've heard what you said. Now, this is exactly how I can help. On the other hand, if it fills you with dread, you simply say, I'm sorry, but I have another commitment. In either case, if they push back and try to pressure you to do more than what you've volunteered to do, well, that's not a friend. That's a master looking for an obedient slave. And remember from past podcasts, it's not a lie when you say you have another commitment. The truth is you do have a commitment. You have a commitment to live the best possible life you can for the time that you have left. And knuckling under to guilt and manipulation is both common and not acceptable. If you allow yourself to be manipulated, then you've simply decided to be a servant to somebody else's desires. And the irritating thing about that is not only will that person not appreciate your sacrifice, they will probably demand even more. And no, they will not come along your side if you need help, and they will not visit you in the hospital. They will not go to your funeral. The only thing you can count on is after you have gone, they will be busy looking for another servant. There is only one worth serving. That's God. And Jesus warned, some people love human praise more than the praise of God, and those are the ones who get trapped. God is the one who made you. God is the one who designed you to be exactly who you are for the purpose that you were especially designed for and would have a great joy and passion in doing. This is the time in your life to figure out what that is and do it. Life is full of crossroads. And if you are at a crossroads of trying to figure out what you're going to do with the next 20 years in your life and need some clarity, then I have good news. My master class is ready. It includes one-on-one -on -one onboarding, a self-guided interactive series of steps and coursework and Zoom calls and materials. And it'll take you from what the heck am I supposed to do now to I can't wait for the next 20 years. You can reach out to me on LinkedIn or through my website at ilikethatstory.net, ilikethatstory.net, and ask about the Significance Masterclass, and I'll get back to you with details. Until that time, I'm Jeff Gould. God bless. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.